This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Say my name. And here we go. Yes, it is Relish. Welcome to the podcast. The film podcast, film and discussion podcast, actually. Presented by OTS Guys, executive produced by my co-host, Derek. Big Derek, what's up, bro? Nothing much, man. How you doing? Man, I'm in here, man. You know, uh, hosting. Feeling good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back in the seat, right? Feeling good. Yeah, man. Back in the seat. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. Gotta, yes, gotta, sir. Yes, sir. Gotta test this one out, man. But uh, most definitely good to be back. You know I me, mean? uh, OTS definitely. Um, you know, doing big things. Yes, so sir. We'll trying to, man. We'll talk a little bit about that later on in the discussion. But uh, first, we're here to discuss movies. That's the platform, so that's what we're here to discuss. Yes, sir. And, uh, yes, sir. I, I just kind of keep it normal as what we did with the. Uh, with the, with the No Chase podcast, you know, we'll, we'll do the compare notes, you know, we'll chop it and have a discussion on different things going on in the world of cinema. And from that point, uh, as you know, we have a feature film discussion that we do, which will be this week. I think we uh, we set it on air, right? There. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, you, you, so I'm assuming you got a chance to see it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and no, I, I definitely got a chance to watch it. Yeah, and I, um, I have actually been meaning to um to what check it out for a while now so i'm glad you uh, suggested that all right yeah man yeah so yeah. we'll be discussing that as our feature presentation discussion but uh before that so um what we've seen this week if we've seen anything this week i got a couple of movies here man, so what'd you check out uh i got an old one here man you know all right so you know I, I rock with Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> as of recently, not not always. Okay, okay. But, I I uh, can't stand Quentin Tarantino. I like <laughs> this. I mean, I'm this, not gonna I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Initially, you know what? For years, for years, yeah. rock with Tarantino, man. You know, just just out of pure respect for Denzel. You know, because I know that Denzel right. Washington. Had, uh, well, at least at least that's something that I heard. I don't know how true that is, but Denzel Washington apparently had to check him at one point. You know, I could believe that. I could believe that. I it's something Tarantino like he likes doing these things where he um he um straddles the fence way too much, and. I'm I'm perfectly fine with you know artistic expression, right? But he he does it where it's um it's like a a wet dream for him. Anytime he can say nigga, or or yeah, I was just you know, about to do his, that with that. Yeah, it's just he puts himself in a position to. I, I forgot what name of that movie was. I didn't. I never watched it. Um, but it was a famous movie that he uh directed with uh, Salma Hayek. I forget which one that was. Um. But he wrote the scene to where she would, you know, put his feet, put her feet on his face and stuff like that. 
and it's just it's just like this wet dream thing that he this like thing he likes to do that's just annoying Ooh. and I, I i can't get around that so i've just i've watched his films i've watched a lot of his films but i i can't i can't you get believe with in the separating the artist from the art approach i i believe in it in certain regard so when when you're um we could we could talk about multiple people you could talk about bill cosby r kelly all those guys right um when you're when your art directly reflects what your uh issues are or if your issues are in your art a lot of times it's hard to separate so tarantino i'm i'm it's it's hard to separate him from all that stuff because it seems like that's just something like he desires a lot um and i just i can't get around that I, it's it's hard to it's hard to separate him from separate his artistry from uh from him mm. well i mean i feel that I feel that, now. and I I had issue with him for years due to the same reasons you did. Um, as far as his gratuitous use of the N word, and you know, um, that was really it. You know, that yeah. I, that I could think about it that I had an issue with, and I and I guess you know for for some reason you know he had a personality that 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 wasn't uh you know that I, I didn't rock with, right? Right. But right. um. I will say, as of recently, I would say maybe like the last year or two, mm -hmm. I've been, um, you know, occasionally reading different or coming across different film material, you know, because mm -hmm. as a as someone who actually wants to to work in film, at some right. point, uh, at least consistently, right, right. Um, you know, I've been exposing myself to different things in the craft and different directors, different, you know, just different people who who contributed. You know, substantially to the culture or to the uh, to the art form, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, um, I come across Tarantino stuff, and he he uh, actually has a book he just released a couple oh, really? of months But he has a book he just released, uh, I think maybe a couple of months ago, where he's pretty much talking about you know his favorite movies or movies that influenced him or movies that he kind of grew up with or whatever. Just just general commentary about movies and shit. Just mm -hmm. you know, something that if you're not a movie person, you wouldn't give a fuck about. But right, that's right. that's what it is, you know. What I mean, it's it's just a book about him uh, and his and his approach to film, or his approach to films, the actual film, you know, actual movies that that he grew up with and all that. Okay. So uh, I didn't actually read the book, but there's you know, I'm on Audible and shit, so I, I listen to a book every now and then. And uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been listening to his uh, his audio book, talking about okay. his film, his film interest. And in in that book, he mentions a particular movie that I actually did see from Robert Duvall. Because I like Robert Duvall. I don't know if you feel oh, yeah. it. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm that guy, you know what I mean, that that's why this podcast is good for me because, you know, most of my, my black friends don't give a fuck about movies the way I do. And to right, the point right. where they, they don't even know uh, actors that ain't black. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> By name and shit. Right. You know, I'm one of them movie guys. You know, everybody's got friends that you can, that, that, that really just watch movies for entertainment or just watch movies just because or just before they get some ass or just something to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. But, you know, 
those film 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 monsters or people who were in the movies don't give a fuck about a name like Robert Duvall. But yeah, I no, that, that's uh, a legend. That's a yeah, legend. You know, I do. So um Quentin Tarantino mentioned him in a movie that uh he did, I think in nineteen seventy three or some shit, seventy two or seventy three, I think the movie came out and the movie's called The Outfit. And uh it just interests me to watch it because for one, um, I believe in nineteen seventies, I think I've discussed it on the No Shades Film Society podcast. Mm-hmm. But the nineteen seventies, in my judgment, are uh the best is the best decade for movies. I think movies got more grittier, they got more uh more realistic, so to speak. Um okay. I don't know, the seventies was just a was just the best time period for movies. So when I heard Tarantino discuss uh that he saw a movie or discuss a movie that Robert Duvall did in the seventies that was kind mm-hmm. of like a, a gangster film. I had to watch it, you know. So I went, I looked it up. The movie's called The Outfit. Uh mm-hmm. again, if y'all some if y'all some real film watchers, yeah. Check that movie out. And I'm gonna tell you for one reason particularly why I think uh the movie had an influence on me was because this was a movie, right? Like I said, it's Robert Duvall. It's another actor who I know you've seen before because he's one of them actors that's been everywhere. I can't call it. I don't know his name. I forgot his name. But uh, it's Robert Duvall and uh, this other this other white guy who I can't think of that actually starred in it that, um, that play pretty much just two big criminals. And I think when you read the description, <laughs> when you read the description of the movie, you know, in the, in the log line or whatever, that's what they call him, a two-bit criminal. He's a two-bit criminal who pretty much takes on the mob because they killed his brother. That's the whole movie. That's, okay. that's pretty much the, the, the movie. But what makes it interesting is this movie, and like I said, I don't I don't want to give too much about it because, uh, you know, we, we might discuss this. So I, I'm going I'm to reserve that part of my commentary for if you actually watch it. But... Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that it's 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 an ending that you'll never see a black man get. Okay. You know, it, it ended in a way you'll never see a black man get. And um, I think that it start. I guess to to wrap this up and to kind of tell you where I watched this week is relevant for it. Is that a movie like The Outfit is a movie that I really yearn to see a black actor play. Oh, so you want to see it remade? Yes, absolutely. So okay. at least, I mean, at least a similar story, or at least, okay. and like I said, if, if if when you watch it, uh, or when we come back for another episode, because I I really want some of the audience to check it out, sure. but um, you'll see why it's the ending in particular that that, okay. that I really would like to see a black actor play because black men don't get those type of endings, and I'll just so say what... black 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 men in fiction, at least yeah. the. the Common fiction that we, as far as films that we have accessible to us, don't mm. get the exit that Robert Duvall's type of get white men get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those type of movies. I mean, Robert Duvall was a hard criminal in that movie, man. Yeah, there was nothing about him that was really celebratory or to be admired or no shit like that. He was he was a criminal. Mm-hmm. And so. And so I don't, have, I don't have no judgment for that. I mean, they're criminals, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't have no judgment for that. And, you know, there are black criminals out here. 
right. we have movies that show us in the area of crime all the time. That's my point. Right. There's, right. there's right. nothing for us to be portrayed in the element in the, in the criminal element. At least let us get the outcomes that that some of these uh, other actors get, other talents get. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Normally, but we like, take our demise in the criminal world when it comes to black men on screen. For sure. What, what, um, what about that film did uh, Tarantino find like inspirational though? Well, he liked it. You know, he uh, mm-hmm. he liked it. He he liked Duval in it. I think the movie. Now, now, I don't, I didn't I didn't get too deep into this with the movie. But mm-hmm. uh, from what Tarantino said in the book, his book, when he talked about the movie, apparently it's based off of a property that's uh, actually a book. Okay. That's a written property. The character, the character that Duval plays is Macklin. His name is okay. Macklin. And uh, he, I believe he, uh, well, I know pretty much based on Tarantino that he's a character based out of some guy's book. I don't remember the guy's name, but he's a character based out of some guy's book. And uh, so the outfit is actually adapted from from okay. You know what's interesting though? I think um a lot of um projects that are adapted from books tend to be a lot better than just a you know uh, another movie. To me, I I've always kind of uh, enjoyed um films that or even shows that are based on books that are already out i'm not sure if you've ever um only book i've read in in companionship with a movie was uh mm-hmm. the godfather you see i've never read that book yeah, yeah I've read the, the movie godfather. the movie is long enough <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't imagine actually reading that yeah. I'm, um, a, I'm a godfather enthusiast man like yeah that, that's almost like a I don't want to say a religion because that's kind of crazy, but you know, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it, it's something that I that I that I took a real a real uh, attachment to, man, from when I was a teenager. Is it and much different from the big Godfather, the movie? a Godfather head, you know? Yeah, is is um, is the book different from the uh from the trilogy? Uh, it's definitely different from what you get in, in Godfather Three, you know. So when you say the trilogy, it's okay. uh. That's a little bit of a conversation when you talk about that okay. third Godfather, man. Because that fir- that third Godfather wasn't inspired by by the same uh, storytelling that the first two came from. Okay. You know? Okay. There were some things because that 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 third Godfather came out in like the nineties, yeah. where the Godfather was a movie that came out in the seventies. So right, right. The talent uh, and the, the politics of Hollywood and all that shit changed a whole lot from nineteen seventy to nineteen ninety. Yeah, not and you saw it in the movie. You did. You did. I, I think there should be something that um is said about movies like that. When you're when you're um continuing a story that is like twenty plus years old, uh from twenty twenty years removed from the original or something like that. I don't I, I really hate when politics kind of change the the story because I actually enjoyed the the entire trilogy, but the third one just weirded me out way too much. Like you have cousins falling in love, and yeah. you know I, I I didn't think that um I forgot her name, but I didn't think the daughter 
uh, Francis Coppola's daughter. Uh, well, in, in the uh, movie. Yeah. Movie? Yeah. That was, but that was Francis Coppola's daughter, and I, you right. know, I think it's that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I believe yeah, that was her acting debut, and it just, it just, it, it read like that, you know what I'm saying? So, I kind of felt like there were a lot of elements that took away from the actual, from the original story. Um, anyway, yeah. but I thought that the third one kind of held up in that that trilogy altogether, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, uh, she, she definitely was a, a major problem for the movie, even when it came out. You know, during that yeah. time, that, that remains to be a, a conversation. So she yeah. had a uh, role in that, and I can't. I'm I'm, I'm ashamed because I forgot her name. I forgot Michael's daughter's name in that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. She. She. You know that that was definitely a stroke of nepotism, and but that was never the plan, though. I don't know if you if you realize that that was originally no. supposed to be um, Winona Ryder. Really? Think her name is? Yeah. Yeah. That well, she would have done a lot better with that role. Yeah, she, for some reason, she dropped out of the role, and he, he just filled his daughter into it. And shit, oh, you man. said, acting debut, that's her, her, her only acting role ever. Oh, she could have been on yeah. camera no more after that. Yeah, I see why. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was like, uh, it was it was hard to watch a lot of her scenes, but yeah, we 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 uh we discussed that one recently. Yeah, she wasn't an actress. No. Yeah, she she's not. She's not. I I I um I don't know, man. I haven't uh this week I haven't watched as much as um as I I, I usually would. But um I know you're not even you you're not into like scripted shows as much, right? Not as much. I've 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 watched a couple of them. It's well one. It's one I'm kind of following now. But okay. yeah, I'm still about the same. I don't I don't get to them as much. Yeah, I um I'm watching. Uh, Mariah and I are watching this show on Netflix called Dead to Me. That uh, I started that show. That is hilarious. That's Christian That's Apple, right? Yeah, yeah. And I got and to you... the first season. I haven't gotten to the other two. I think it's two more seasons. Yeah, yeah, we we just started the third one uh, the other night. Um, it's a it's a really good show, um, but I'm actually trying to actually work through um, through the shy. Um, uh, oh my god, Lena! Yeah, I, I watched the shy too. I haven't started the shy. Yeah. You haven't started the shy? Oh man, no, I haven't started. I'm 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 guessing I'm gonna have to get Paramount Plus, man. I'm, that I'm one is really shit. good. Yeah, that one is really good. I think um you would enjoy that because they they touch upon a lot of uh uh issues within you know the black community. Oh yeah, I follow the show. I haven't followed this new season. Oh, the new season. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, no, that's, that's yeah, I've been rocking with the show. That's one scripted show I have been rocking with. Okay. The other yeah. a lot of these scripted shows I follow for a season. I don't go back. A lot of. Really. I do a season, but I'm only gonna go back. What deters you from from a show? Like, cause I I know um... I just flow with it, man. You know, yeah. I just, I just flow with it, man. Uh, okay. like, but for some reason, Shy is one of those shows that I just uh, I got attached to the character, and when okay. and that's one thing that will attach me to a show is the character. If I can't okay. get some type of uh, consistency with dealing with the characters of a show, I won't go back. That's I fair. Do, I do know that, but 
That's fair. Charlotte's got those type of characters, man, that you that you can identify with. Yeah. And um. So yeah, I, I haven't followed the new season though. Like this last season, I, I haven't, I haven't got it yet, man. So I made yeah. I made it. I've, I've watched a few episodes already. Um, I think that they're doing. Uh, I haven't watched. I think the last three episodes, two or three episodes, but. What I what I enjoy about them is that they're able to because a lot of shows don't know when to stop, right? I think that's the that's one of my biggest pet peeves with shows versus uh, film is yeah. that um, they don't know when to stop. A lot of times, uh, they're stopping at a at a really good point. This last season, I think is uh, season six, and they're stopping it at a good point. I don't think there's much more that I mean there are there's more stories you can tell for sure, but I don't think that there's much more that they can tell without worrying the show down. And I think that they're Yeah, yeah. I like I like when shows are able to um to come to an end at a perfect time. I I'm a big fan of uh that show Smallville. It's based on Superman. Ooh. And uh that came out years ago. And that's that was, for a minute too. I, I remember watching yeah. Smallville for a few episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But that I was didn't... that was their problem. They they I think they went ten seasons, ten or eleven seasons, and that show ran for a minute. That show should have stopped at season seven, I think. Six or seven. Um it just it just went way too far. And I think that um you know, even I mean this is the same issue that films have too when they continue the uh, the series out when it doesn't need to go any further. I think that like the yeah, Matrix is a perfect yeah. example of that. Um, because yeah. we didn't Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious is beyond. beyond I'm telling you, they're not gonna stop because them motherfuckers gonna go to space. Oh yeah, <laughs> they've done it already. They and went they, to space. They went to space already. I think you told me to... that before, bro. I think every time I say that shit, they <laughs> did. They what movie they go to space in? Seriously, bro. Nine, nine. They went to they space. Went to space. They went uh uh Ludacris and, and uh Tyrese's character, they went to space. The fuck, bro. Yeah, in a car, I believe. Um <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Um it's it's but the thing about it is that it makes the studio so much money, you can understand why from a business perspective you would keep keep it going. But what I don't understand is if you're gonna keep it going, why why does the writing have to be so terrible? You know what I'm saying? Like that that's my biggest issue with a lot of these properties is that they don't know yeah, Fast and the Furious writing it all when it was fast and the fast and furious, whatever the fuck the shit is. Yeah. It's always <laughs> terrible, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Street racing to cancer, bro. That movie is, is. is really cancer to the mind, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I, I understand people, you know, indulging in um um certain movies because it's just like you know their guilty pleasure whatever that one vin diesel needs to be locked up i i I am so like i get it from a business perspective i get it but when you're when you're continuing a story that just doesn't make any sense like they might as well be paired up with uh uh with the mcu they need they need to be paired up with you know spider-man and x-men coming out stuff like that or they need to go paired up with Transformers. That's how outrageous that the 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 property has gotten. 
and I think it's like lost its luster, right? Oh, yeah, so run it for a few minutes before we go into the features. Right. Film franchises that are running into the ground. Pull the plug on them. Like now or soon. Okay. Well, I named two already. Fast and Furious, The Matrix, which I love The Matrix. Is it time for John Wick to go? John Wick, you know what's funny about that? I haven't seen the fourth one, right? But I can I haven't seen the fourth one yet. I haven't seen the fourth one. But I can understand why you keep it going, right? Okay. Like you have different uh, uh, agents you can focus on. It doesn't have to specifically be John Wick at this point, right? So like you have the show the continent the Continental that's coming out, uh, and I think later this month. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Mel Gibson stars in that. Like, I think that's going to springboard and branch off another trilogy for them with following another another um agent right but john wick's character itself i'm okay with it but i would like to see uh him not be the star of the movie anymore if that makes sense they they should go ahead and make it a brand just make it a make it a brand i think i think it's at this point where it's now like a star john wick shit i like that yeah yeah, I think it's at that Star Wars level now. So, like, you just follow another character, um, allow John Wick to come in and support, right? Like, I think that's a better look. I think they should do John Wick like James Bond, man. Let another motherfucker be John Wick a little bit sometimes. You think that'll work? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I want we need to see more properties like that. We need, I, yeah. I, I, like, I like shit like that. I mean, I don't fuck with yeah. the James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. I think I've only seen, like, two of them. Well, I will say I went back and during the pandemic, I went back and watched the uh, Daniel Craig, um, James Bond films. Those are really good. Those are a lot better than I remember them being. I I didn't grow up a a James Bond fan, uh, James Bond fan, but it was um, it was a movie. I think I had the first two on DVD, and I don't know why. I just bought them because they were cheap, and. I thought that the the you know the filmmaking itself, I thought it was was the production itself was really good, but the storyline. That's I another one. You know, you don't see a lot of black people go in the James Bond shit. Right. Well, I mean, I don't, this, I don't know many black James Bond fans. <laughs> at, at all. But that last <laughs> one, that last uh uh film, I think it was like uh, No Time to Die. I think that was the name of it. Um, all of them sound the same. They do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of them that one that one had the um introduced a, a black uh woman that was that acted as double seven for a while in the movie and i think they're going to continue i wouldn't mind seeing them continuing that series out with her i don't know if they're going to um but they're not going to bring in like idris elba right um, I don't know. I, I might need to look into the politics of the James Bond franchise. I might need to be something that I can occupy some time with to see what the history of that shit is. I don't know because I, I think there's a the the producers or the owners of the the, the, the property are, are are they British? Are they actually English people? Yeah, yeah, I think they are. And that was the whole thing. They don't it's fuck like, with they don't fuck with blacks with niggas at, with, at all. Us, and, whatever you want to. <laughs> you know? And that was that was the biggest argument of. Uh, Making Idris Elba the, the the new James Bond was oh I knew that shit wasn't gonna happen when I heard, bro. 
yeah. I, I don't think he believed that shit. <laughs> no, nah, he. That's why he went off and uh, started doing. Um, what's the name of that show? Um. Oh my god, hold on. There was a show that he did uh, that came out with a film a few like a like last year, I believe. Um, but his show was on BBC, BBC Network. Um, While you thinking of that, I'm gonna go ahead and put Tom Cruise on, on the table. I'm sorry. Oh, Luther. I could, you know, I was about to say that. Yeah. 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 But Tom Cruise, though. Tom Cruise needs to be stopped too. I agree with that. Mission Impossible. Have you seen the new Mission Impossible? I haven't watched the new one. Um, Are you into that be, uh, franchise? I I am. I actually am. Um, okay. I don't remember the storyline though, so I'm not like you know. I was into it because my dad was into it, and um. I grew up watching those films with him. Um, the The second one was a motorcycle stunt that was just amazing that I couldn't get over. So that's what sucked me into the the series itself. I think it was not, uh, uh, either the second or third one that had the stunt. But the story itself, I don't remember too much about. So I got to actually go back and watch all of them in order to watch the new one. Yeah. Um, but he needs to be stopped for a different reason. Not because the films aren't good, it's just that because he does his own stunts and I think he's going to die like that one day, like he needs to stop. He really needs to stop. I, I, I am, I am honestly concerned because if I'm not mistaken, I think it was this, the one before the last one where he was hanging on to a plane wing. And I just, uh, no, I can't imagine what the uh, insurance policy is on his films. You know, like I can't, I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, he's bankable though, man. Like, he, he he makes some money. Like his last couple of movies, yep. one thing you can't say about him, his movies make money. No, they definitely do. Which is why like, he I didn't can't want that last one. Movie. I haven't really seen him. You know, I'm 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 cool with Tom Cruise. I don't have no issue with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just you know he just he's just entirely too Hollywood. Like you know he has a single person. He is. So, you know he when is. you watch Tom Cruise movies, to me you kind of you watching a product. I'm not, you know, you're not really watching a person. Yeah. It's, no, I agree with that. It's, it's, I agree with that. It's, it's a big ass brand. Yeah. So I don't, I don't rush to it, but you know, I don't take nothing from him. His, his talent, he's made some good, you know, some, some, he's made some good stuff. Most definitely, most definitely. I think I, the Maverick, I, I, that Top Gun sequel, like some massive movie, I haven't seen yet. But yeah. I have you watched Top Gun, the original? I've never seen the original. Man. Me either, and I that I've I wanna I do want to check it out because I want to watch the the uh, the sequel, um. But I never, I just never. There were a couple of Tom Cruise films that I watched, um, in college, but I never like got into like his older films. Collateral, I was, was yeah, Collateral was amazing. Collateral was one of his best movies. Um, yeah. If you had to do a top five Tom Cruise, y'all put Pilato on it. I think you have to as well. The intensity of, of that film was just. He did a movie. He did a drama called Magnolia. You know, he was Magnolia. okay. He was, he was he was actually very good in the movie, but the movie was just over oh, damn it, three hours long, man. And you oh, fucked that shit with Magnolia. Yeah. I mean, Magnolia <laughs> wasn't a bad movie, but yeah. you know that was uh, what's his name? Paul Thomas Anderson was director of that. Okay, he's okay. long. Man. Yeah, I, oh, I, I can't say I've even heard of that film. Yeah, Magnolia is a, it's a, it's a lot going on. 
So I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even do that. But uh, Tom Cruise is in it. That's the point. Okay. He's actually very good in it. He's he's actually yeah. one, he's actually one of the better parts of that movie. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. No, I I think I think Cruz is good. It's just that I, for his well being, I think he needs to stop with the stunts. Like I respect I can, it. I can, I, can, I can see that. I respect it because I think that's that's the reason why I, uh, Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors is because um, I enjoy practical shots. When when you don't have to um, you don't have to wonder about what you know the film it, it, when. When you're in filmmaking, I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people that are just that aren't into the the behind the scenes aspects of it, they don't right. think about it like this. But um, when you're studying a film and you're 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 looking at it and you're seeing, oh, this is CGI or this is an actual practical shot, um, that disrupts the the viewership of the film, in my opinion. I I can't help but to watch a film and dissect it as I'm watching it. I feel and I I love Christopher Nolan for that reason because I can watch his films and I'm not worried about the overuse of CGI, right? So that's why I like like Tom Cruise I can, I can respect him because he does his own stunts, but at the same time is you're going too far. Like there was a huge stunt in this last movie that he did that they had to shoot at the beginning of the movie because if he died, the movie would have been over. <laughs> like they literally said, that's how the order. I'm talking about Tom Cruise dying, man, before some shit pop up, and they they <laughs> fucking that's, with that podcast. That's what that's what they said though. The director said that. Like, off, he killed off Tom Cruise t- <laughs> twice in this conversation, man. No, I I want to prevent him. Being Tom Cruise did he? The older he gets, I just I don't get it. I, don't have, I honestly I really don't have no issue with that. I, I don't because I think Tom Cruise is knocking on sixty, right? Or is he not already past? I think he's past it. No, nah, he ain't past sixty, man. I think you you shouldn't know Tom bad. What's the No, nah, I think he's no, I think he's in his mid sixties, if I'm not mistaken. Tom Cruise is not in his he can't be his mid sixties, bro. Hold he's on. He's gotta be like late fifties, early sixties. Sixty one. Okay, early sixties. Early sixties. And he but he could easily go for fifty. Like if you look he at could. Him. I'm not saying he looks like it. I'm just saying I think that's I thought that's where he was mid sixties. But yeah, sixty. Well, no, no. Well, my point is, all right. If if you are if you are now, I'm saying this. You know, I'm a I'm a couple of few years older than you. Yeah. So, um, just saying this as a as an older as an older black man who would probably say, you know, I don't necessarily really look my age. I'm in my early forties. But right, um, right. you know, I don't particularly look in my early forties. You know, praise the Most High. But um, I will say that if you are a man and you're, you know, actually living in your, in your, and you don't feel the elements of a man in his 60s or whatever, then, you know, you should be able to live your life how any other motherfucker out here live their life. You oh, know, no, I agree with that. But why can't Tom Cruise get on the hood of a plane if if he's physically and mentally able to do that and, and pull it off and make it look Bro. like some Tom Cruise shit? Bro, because he's dumb as hell. He's he dumb does. as hell. I think you're being a little bit of an asshole on that one. No, I, it's fine. They have our first I, disagreement I, on the real issue. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I'm not even a Tom Cruise fan, right? I'm yeah. not. <laughs> but 
I, I do it. I do admire the fact that he can he can pull it off. You know, he, he no. If it's one thing that you can't say, he's not pulling it off. Now you got some guys. Sure. Out there, if if he's sixty and he looks sixty, yeah. and, and he's <laughs> and his whole you know demeanor and energy is sixty, then no, bro. Like I feel you need to get that up because that conversation can kind of be had about Denzel and his equalizer shit. Well, now, first Denzel isn't. Now, I'm not, I don't mean shit in a disrespectful context. You know right, I mean? right, right, right. I'm just saying, Denzel is like 70. He's older than Tom Cruise, right? Right, yeah. And he's he's, but, he's, he's beating the mafia ass, I guess, in, in the last, in this last movie. But he's, but he's not like, we're not seeing him do Tom Cruise level stunts. That's the difference for me. So, like, my point is, I don't want to see Tom Cruise. Seventy-five year old man whooping thirty dudes at one time is not a stunt. It's a stunt, but it's not. It's not one of those life uh, uh, altering stunts, right? Like, it's not a live or die stunt. Tom Cruise, a seventy year old man taking on thirty niggas is not a live or die stunt. Listen, look. I think you just shitting on Tom Cruise, man. I'm I really not, bro. I, listen, listen, listen. And I'm cool with racism. Is it because he's white? <laughs> no, it's not. If that's, if that's it, then we can really have a discussion. Because if, if it's because he's white, then I'm cool with it. It's a... <laughs> no, it's because it's stupid. Like, uh, it's a 61-year-old man putting his life on a line like that for for a film like i can i can respect it but he's at not at the same his, time okay, it's, but his it's life not necessary his, his life is not that of a 61 year old man you his, see what i'm saying what? like he, uh, whatever six, what is a 61 year old man supposed to be doing decrepit and about to die Compared no no they should be living but and that's, that motherfucker's living he's, he's, he's living, living on the edge every film bro like that's that's it, that is that's the reason why they is dedication to his brand. Is dedication to his brand. Cruise, I, I respect to it. Ride on a to ride the side of a plane. He's expected <laughs> to do that, and he, yeah. and he and he's delivering that shit. All right, but what's to stop him from like, like, God forbid he gets arthritis. I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see him not be able to move. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see that for anyone. But at the same time, if you're doing your own stunts at 61 years old, there's only so much more you can do. And he's already pushing the limit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I don't want to see the limit, like, be pushed to the point where it's just, there's no return. I don't, I don't want to see that. That's perfectly fine. It's all respect. I don't. I, I, the color of money I, is another. The color of money is a Tom Cruise touch. He was good in that one. Uh, <laughs> like I said, Magnolia. He gave yeah. me moments in that one. Collateral is my shit. He'll always be cool with me for Collateral. Tom Cruise, all right. So, no, I, lo- I love Tom Cruise. That's why I don't. I don't, don't sound like you didn't knock him off twice, and now you're saying no, that, I, he, <laughs> that he's, he's extreme for for pulling off the stunts that he's doing. You're pretty. How about this? You don't want it's to the care. same reason why, like wrestlers, for example, shouldn't be wrestling beyond a specific age because they are putting their lives on the line unnecessarily. Right? I don't see the reason to jump off a ladder and 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 do a swanton bomb off, you know, from a thirty foot ladder at forty five years old. 
I don't I don't get the purpose of that. If you can do it, if you if you can do it, though, why not why not do it? If your body has been taking a beating like that for 20 plus years, there's no able to do it. But if your body's been taking a beating for 20 plus years, I, I like I don't I don't see how it's like it's okay. Another example. Aiden. There's a reason why Tom Brady. Like, well, I'm not a... to take people out at 40 now. No, 40. there's a reason why Tom Brady retired from football, bro. There's a reason because at 45 years old, he can't keep getting tackled by like Aaron Donald and other other defensive linemen. It's just well, that's it's... true. That's true. Yeah, he, but look at the limit. Most most quarterbacks don't make it to that. Right, right. And again, you, you he's you, an outlier. You're having me give credit to white men, I don't even like. But like I said, Tom Brady <laughs> is a phenom. You can't, you can't, you can't take that from him. God damn it, you right. can't take that from Tom Brady. <laughs> that is the biggest he, frustration that we have with Tom Brady is that right. You can't strip him of his greatness. <laughs> you just can't. He's, he's an outlier, and Tom Cruise is an outlier, right? A, you know, not on screen. Cruz is an outlier, right? For doing stunts on his own. He's an outlier. You're not seeing people in the 60s do that, right? Not those type of stunts. No, you're not. not. Normal. Those are his own That's stunts. not normal. And, I, and I'm good, so, but you're right, though. Um, he, he does have a massive insurance policy on him, I'm sure. So if something happens, to. then everybody's straight. But yeah. the thing is, though, that man is very capable. You know what I mean? If you look at it, I don't know what he goes through in his personal life, but if, by, by looking at him, and he might be some type of Hollywood uh machine like literally he, he might be a whole creation who the fuck knows do you, do you think he's ai if there's anybody that's ai and that shit's real, <laughs> no, real. minority <laughs> report told us that huh <laughs> yeah if anybody's on that i would i would definitely <laughs> die be told but i, I like, I like I, he, he, he's done some man if an actor look i keep it on the screen like yeah. you know i'm a film enthusiast i keep it yeah. on the screen if you give me some good shit to to really take in man as an actor you got my respect i'm you know i talk my I talk, i'm talking my shit but i agree with that. You know, tom cruise has done some good work but he like keanu work. reeves is i think now he's 45, 50. he's questionable yeah like he, he can't keep doing his and, some, and kill somebody off yeah. you know no i love keanu as well bro <laughs> but you saw the difference no, I'm between joking. You saw the difference in his stunts with with the last Matrix versus the first one, right? Keanu Reeves acting is shit, bro. He can't. He, he can't. He's not an actor. He's a <laughs> he's a Hollywood. He's a movie star, but he's not. Yes, he's not a talent. No, you I, know this is just a discussion. You know, I'm just right. Thinking. But he's I, not. I, I can't think of no movie with like, Keanu Reeves, man. Shit. <laughs> man of Tai Chi. Did it. Who? Man of Man of Tai Chi. Did you ever see that movie? No. He did a phenomenal job in that movie. He did a phenomenal. I mean, and 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 this, and is, what, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do uh, moving forward. Really, we're gonna recommend movies that we go that from from the podcast that yeah. we have a week to see, so so we can come back and circle back to for the next week. We got to. All right, we, we got, got to. to that. Yeah. <laughs> because you know you're not gonna be putting me on the shit and then it, and, and, and crash the fuck out and not be held accountable for it on this podcast. That's so, perfectly fine with me. Manatachi. I'm going to watch Keanu Reeves and Manatachi. <laughs> that doesn't even sound like... like <laughs> All right. And then we're going to come back next week. 
and and, uh, and we'll see. And then I expect you to see the outfit. That you can go, you can go on Apple and anywhere. Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I check yeah, that out. I, I think it's like three bucks. I'll pay for. I'll it. check it out. I'll check it out. <laughs> go get get the outfit, man. Check that out. <laughs> I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that. But uh, but all right, man. So we like we we uh pretty much like getting the halfway mark. We might want to get yeah. this, this discussion. We're gonna Most take definitely. a long break and come back. Derek and myself will be discussing the 2023. I think that came out this year. Yeah. The 2023 Ben Affleck directed, starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Uh, film Air. We go chop it up. Rillish. Be right back. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Dwayne from Pastor Ox and Life's a Botch Podcast. I'm coming to you with a real dope advertisement if you got a moment. Can we do that? Peep this. Yo, you tired of that uncomfortable feeling with your undergarments? You know what I'm talking about. Like, literally having to adjust so it gets real comfortable in between the, you know, the real safe space. Or maybe just wedgies from just going underneath, you know what I mean? All that, all that. Let's keep it in 100. Y'all know how I'm feeling. Y'all know how that feeling goes. Well, I want to introduce to you the ultimate solution coming from the number one premium and fit athletic wear just for you. I'm talking about none other than Champ Number One Boxers. Champ Number One Boxers is a black owned underwear brand, okay? They literally specify in giving you the most top notch, high quality, premium, adjustable and fittable and totally comfortable undergarment wear that is just for you. Not only is it something that you can wear, feel good in, feel confident in, and love, but it's also high quality, feels good, and on, most importantly, it is definitely fashionable, okay? Comes in a different, wide variety of so many different styles and themes to these undergarments, something to make you look good, feel good, and swag real good in the process, all right? So, again, did I, did I get to mention that this is also a black-owned brand? It's a black-owned brand, y'all, so if nothing else, definitely go support that 100%. So, what I want to do is I want to tell you, head on over to OTS Media Co. on all social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you go over, you click the link in the bios, it'll take you straight to the Champ Number One Boxers website. You can check out all their styles, you can check out their bundle deals, you can check out why this brand exists, what it's all about, and trust me when I say you do not want to miss out on the types of opportunities going on right now on the site. Champ number one boxes. Make sure you do it for the champ in your life if you ain't already doing it for yourself, champ. Alright? Champ number one boxes. Make sure you go cop those. Alright? Alright. Alright, here we go. 2023's air starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Chris Tucker is in this one. We got the legendary, extra legendary, lovely Viola Davis in this one. And uh, I believe, man, I don't know, we're gonna have to pull up the IMDB for this one. As always, we're prepared here at Rillish. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I think that the dude that played uh, MJ's dad was her real-life husband. Really? Yeah, we about to find I think I remember hearing that about this movie. I could be wrong, but I think that was her. Uh, 
a man in real life. Let me just pull up air. But anyway, that's what we're discussing. Um, we talked a little bit about it last week, I believe. I don't think we talked about it on air, though, did we? I don't think so. All right, well, here we go, man. Uh, you want to start it off? Air, what do you what you think, man? I'm a, we're good, bad, and ugly. How about that? How about we play, play okay. with it like that? Well, I thought... Well, I'll figure out who the hell uh, MJ's dad was, because I got a, ish, a little issue with Ben Affleck on that, but we'll go into mine. Like, <laughs> Julie, uh, Julius Tennant was, was the man's name. Um... I thought I thought overall the movie was good, but of course, you know, like you already knew what was going to end up happening anyway. Um, but I think it's it was it was good to know the the backstory with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I might be a little controversial with this, but I'm not a huge fan of them not showing Michael. I understand the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, because he wasn't the focus. It was the the shoe, it was the the deal, all that stuff. Like, I, like I got that was more more so the focus than just him. But I don't see why we can't see Michael. The entire film is just the back of his head, his shoulder. Uh, you got a little bit of his neck. Like it was, it was. I I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, because we didn't get to really hear from his perspective, which I'm, I, it made me kind of wonder uh, uh, how involved he was with the actual production of the of the film. Um, because I wanted to know his perspective. I don't want his perspective told. I want to know what his actual perspective is, and I thought they kind of lost a lot with this film. By not doing that, Ooh. yeah. But I mean, overall, I thought it was it was a good movie. Um, I thought Matt Damon did a really good job with his role. Ben Affleck. This is probably the the second film I could say that I was just, I wasn't too enthusiastic with his performance um, that I've seen this year. Uh, his last movie he just came out with uh, was Hypnotic, um, which I I didn't like that movie at all. That was that was just no. I think the last I saw Ben was uh, I watched he he did uh that gangster film I saw it on Netflix. He played the gangster. Uh, I can't think of the name. But go ahead. Was it like based in like the seventies or something like that? I think it was a little older than that. Let me back a little further than that. Okay. Something, if not, we it's something of the night. If not, we own the night. Yes, we. Yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about, though. He like he, the, the poster the is like him wearing a white suit or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I never watched that movie. Um. Yeah, but I heard that was that was a pretty good one. It's just he he's I'm starting to, and this this is the this is my issue now. I I'm I'm hoping this doesn't become a a, a trend with him, but to me. I think when I think I want to take it back to like the town Gone Girl, that time frame. That was when I started noticing his films. The town uh, Yeah, like I, I started noticing more about him with those films from that point on, 
and it feels like we're dropping back off into like the um like his his uh his his beginning live by night live by night okay yeah but that's what i'm starting to feel like that's that's the impression i'm starting to get is like the the something is not there i don't know if it's like his his desire to to do the um to do acting anymore or it, but it's something that just seems to like have tapered off and this movie it was just kind of like like the affleck was phoning it in first i feel like he kind of was mm. i feel like he kind of was i didn't feel as much from him as i did with matt damon or viola davis right like they they took their roles like all the way to to the point where you know where they needed to take it. I didn't feel like, and I don't know if this is because it's a Ben issue or a Phil Knight issue. I don't know much about Phil Knight, so I can't really you know I can't discern between the two. But pairing this movie with Hypnotic, that's what it's starting to feel like we're we're trending toward with Ben Affleck, and I hate that. I hate that. I, I don't know why that's um. It's no, but I've like directed this one too. So you think that maybe yeah. uh, he was more behind the camera? I, and... I think he should have stayed behind the camera with this one. I think he should have stayed behind the camera. He was distracting to me a little bit. The wig wasn't good. Um and I I, I just I don't know. I don't know. Something about him kind of irked me with this movie. But the other pieces around him, you know, I thought I thought they I thought it was I thought it was like, thought it was well done in certain aspects, but um, yeah, I that that performance just wasn't it for me. Yo, know, I like that Fleck in this one. Since we started there, you know, I like that Fleck. You got me defending some some uh, pretty <laughs> off-brand white guys, so I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Those, hey, I gotta keep you on your toes, man. In full transparency, <laughs> we're, we're, we're recording this at nine fifty-four in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Defense of Ben Affleck and Tom Cruise at nine in the morning, really. <laughs> but yeah, my I, bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I rock with uh, I rock with Ben Affleck in this one. I actually like Ben Affleck on screen, man. Uh, the town is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Um, what else did I like Affleck in? I guess I'm not making much of a case for Affleck. But You're not. But Gone I, Girl, Gone Girl was phenomenal. Gone Girl was very good. Gone Girl was uh, David Fincher. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and the Ben did his thing in that though. Yeah, I'm in the minority of this one too. But I thought uh, Deadpool was a really good. Not Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, Daredevil. I thought I thought Daredevil was for its time was Daredevil very was well done. But we're not, I, we're not doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, as far as air, um, I, I like I like some of the choices being made in this one. Um, as far as the director, this is right. Take it, take it behind the camera. I don't like all the choices now. The, but actually, the choice that you didn't like, as far as not to show Michael, uh, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. I think okay. Michael would have been too distracting. If if Ben Affleck in a wig right. was distracting, then to have somebody <laughs> sitting there as Michael would have been really uh really distracting. And you know, 
that's 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 um it, it wasn't it, i think it, it was the story was told from the point of view pretty much of his mother dolores right right and uh and matt damon who i can't you know i don't remember his name on, on, as far as his character but uh sonny vaccaro sonny sonny vaccaro okay but um now as far as the uh translation of of, of that character sonny vaccaro i don't know matt damon was he was just there so mm-hmm. I, I I kind of feel like if anything, it was I, I should say dead weight to the to the film. It would have been him. That's interesting. You know, it it would have been him, and for him to be pretty much the the, the focal, like I said, the focal of the focal point of the movie, of the pivotal character that he was for him to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it it just wasn't anything about him that uh I I was actually the opposite of you. I was more interested in what. Phil Knight was doing this movie. Like I was mad when his scenes left. Like leave, leave the camera with with, with Phil. Let, let him leave. <laughs> like I was much more interested in what he had going on and what was his conversations with the board and shit because that that was kind of what the movie was about. This dude was pretty much an overrated fuck up. I mean, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say fuck up, but he. I mean, like, it, 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 like I said, this is expressed in the movie that, dude, like, you right. know your shit, right? <laughs> right. You know your shit, but you're not producing shit. And right. I, actually, that's what Matt Damon, as an actor, kind of brought to this movie. Like, you're not bringing shit to this. Like, oh, wow. this movie is you. You can tell <laughs> that the script is written with you, for you, you know, and what yeah, you're yeah. doing. You're like, you got to go get somebody to, to represent uh, the basketball division of Nike and to save this shitty ass. And I can see why it's shitty because you, you obviously don't seem like somebody that's really about any type of productivity. But that, <laughs> that's why now that's but that was because crazy. That's translated in the character and the in in the uh, in the actual what Matt Damon brought to this. Um, right, right, I right. was much more interested in what Chris Tucker's character was doing. What was his character's name? Uh, Howard White. Howard White. You know, I like Chris in this. Yeah, Chris did a good job. You know, I like Chris in this. And again, I, I like I would much rather him and Ben Affleck and uh even uh uh Jason Bateman. Like they they were the movie. Yeah, they were. They were they were the movie, but you could tell the whole damn movie was written for the Sonny dude. Like I don't even like, like he was he was of no consequence to me. Like and, and that and that was an issue. Um for me in the movie, uh, like I said, it, it was it, I, I I don't know, but maybe because that's how the story went, and you have to yeah. tell it from that. Like that's that's the I guess that's that's the reality of what went down. He is yeah. the principal character in that in that uh, in how the shoe was made. So anyway, to give a, a look, we, we didn't even really give a synopsis of the movie. We just kind of got into our. our uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's an early uh, show. You know, mistake it happens. It's not good. These yeah. first few podcasts are going to be probably uh, hard to deal with, folks. So just ride with us, man. All right, <laughs> we get back on 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 our on our square with this. Yes, but sir. anyway, to to give a synopsis of the movie, Air stars Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Viola Davis, and uh, Julius Tendon. You said 
Uh, yeah, so was it, which, is, which I did look it up on IMDb. That is a wow in real life. So yeah, that, that's, that was that was uh, that was good to see. But um, this movie tells the story of how the Nike Air Jordan, you know, came to be, and the white men who were behind it, and all the credit they deserve for bringing us the, the Nike, the popularity of the Nike, the dominance of the, of the Jordan that, that, that was saved, that pretty much saved Nike. Uh, according to this movie, you know, told by Ben Affleck, we owe that to two white men, a couple of white men. Yeah. And a couple of niggas too, but you know, but mainly, <laughs> but mainly, you know, this one white dude. Yeah. <laughs> And another white dude who lived in a basement, the Nike basement, I guess, from what I, from what it seemed like. Yeah. And design. You know. And that's my take of the movie that I want to get into as far as getting to my commentary. Uh, again, I like, um, I like Ben Affleck, you know, for the most part, for a, a few movies he's done. I can't name all of them right now, but definitely The Town. Uh, Matt Damon, not so much. Maybe that's why I'm so hard on Matt Damon. I, I don't really think Matt Damon is anything I gave a fuck about. Maybe outside of uh, Ocean's Eleven, the Ocean's movie. Did but, you have, like, uh, the Bourne series? Nah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Good Will Hunting? You didn't like that either? That's the movie that put him on, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say I liked it. Okay. I can understand why people liked it. You know, I can understand why it's a <laughs> legendary movie, and, you know, especially for him. I mean, that movie made him and Affleck. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was okay. It's not, it's not something I just go to every year. So, whatever. Yeah. You know, like Matt Damon, I could take him or leave him. Like, he just... He's just one of those actors I, I've I've never he he hasn't done anything to to uh to really impress me. That's fair. I, I'm I'm I can't say I'm a huge uh, Matt Damon fan. Like a smug asshole. But, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I just you know it's 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 just the way I can describe describe it at the moment. It's just Matt Damon hasn't I haven't I haven't been impressed. So did you um like I'm not I'm not a huge Matt Damon fan either, but I, I think I think he's he's cool. Um Ben Affleck is the one that, that uh I really um started paying more attention to for sure. But I don't know, I think um I think this film was was interesting. I didn't of course this was eighty four. The story was, was in nineteen eighty four, right? I was still swimming, so I I, I don't know much. Uh, yeah, and I was uh, I think I was maybe three, three or four myself. So yeah, I don't you have you, a... you grew up in in the nineties, right? Like, yeah, I grew up in the nineties, but Jordan, but Jordan himself was, was already a phenom. I mean, he was already was established. Too. Yeah, like, yeah. did you did you know this story about the shoe? Uh, I not to an extent because. I used to be a, a sneakerhead, you know, I'm not on okay. that anymore, but, okay. you know, I'm, I'm, I kind of play with it now, but, okay. you know, I used to be heavy into the whole sneaker culture, 
And um, so I, I knew I knew about how, you know, the shoe was banned and how he didn't like Nike and how close he was to Adidas. You know, we had always heard that growing up. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, and I'm glad you said that because it kind of reminded me, I, I think the biggest issue I have with this movie is that Ben Affleck totally ignored uh, the influence that, that, that the black community in the hood had making this dominant. You know, right. and also the, the, the ramifications right. of what the damn shoe came with as far as uh, the popularity behind it. I mean, you know, motherfuckers right. being killed over joy. Right, right. Those, uh, those black and red 11s, man. I'm like, shit. Oh, yeah. You, know, you might catch a homicide. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think that kind of should have been somewhat addressed. I mean, I understand the movie was meant to celebrate Jordan and the shoe and all that, but to some extent, you know, maybe not to the extent of the negative, the dark, the dark shit, but uh, the, to the extent the black community, you know, I guess the hip hop community, however you want to, you want to term, term it, the mm-hmm. phrase. I think, uh, I think you know that should have been mentioned too, as far as you know how how we had influence over that as well. Which and and they they discussed it a, a couple times in this film. Um, of how like Run DMC was you know popular with with Adidas, but um, I would have liked to have seen. Well, that. I mean that's that's yeah that's what kind of Chris Tucker was uh, character. He's uh right white. What you said was uh Howard White. How, Howard White, yeah. That's what Howard White was saying and he's that he's that you know the the kids and the Run DMC and the rap culture that made this Adidas shit you know hot, you know. Yeah. But, but that I thought I thought that that Nike wasn't on that. Right. So when they when they were talking about how like the name and the logo and all that, man, like the the whole fact that that that, that it's called Nike, uh, I want to say that that really came out of the hood. Oh, the name of Nike. Yeah, because. Uh, mm-hmm. We was calling. I, I I think I mentioned it on the last podcast, but the hood, if I remember correct, you know what I mean. The hood was calling them Nikes. Right, 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 right. You know, and not, I don't, and I believe Nike is actually not even the original uh, term, the original name, I should say, that they wanted to call it. Okay. I don't believe that. I mean, like I said, I, I, we got to refresh the history, you know. So I'm sure somebody out there will correct me. That really knows, but my point is, is that you know it was actually like the hood that that took that took that reputation that gave that night that rebranded night as we always do. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah, and the movie, of course, kind of like totally uh did, didn't acknowledge that. So, well, see, the- I think that I think that would have made the the movie a little bit better too, because had um. Had they showed Sonny kind of like going with Howard to to you know like a show or something like that, right? Like doing some actual research uh, for this brand, I think I think that would have uh, helped with the with the uh, development of saying like, okay, this is what we need to bring into this shoe line, right? Like I I don't think that they like realistically. The idea that that uh, a middle-aged white man in in the eighties 
is going to know so much about this culture that that Michael is from to be able to develop a shoe that reflects that, I think is a bit unrealistic. Like you have to do some type of research and they didn't show that research that went into the shoe. It was just like, hey, design me a shoe that reflects Michael Jordan and boom, there you go, Air Jordan. Like that was that part of the movie, I felt like they, they skipped over a lot of what that that process was. Like I'm I'm the type of person that I enjoy knowing what the process is, right? Of 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 greatness. And if you're talking about something that is revolutionary, like this shoe, <laughs> you know, show me the process of it. Don't just don't show me just this 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 guy sitting in 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 the basement just drawing things up and oh boom just came to him i i i highly doubt that's how it all came about i'm not saying that that he didn't do his work with that because he is credited with with doing a lot um for the jordan brand right um like even coming with the doing the silhouette for the for the logo but i didn't feel like it actually spoke to what Peter Moore's like involvement was with actually like going through the process to develop that shoe. I felt like they skipped over a lot of that with that movie. I think the movie was meant to show, hey, look, we're the white guys who are the brainchild behind Air Jordan. Right. I think that was the whole premise of the movie. Which and, is unrealistic. Like you can't. Of course, can't, of course, because that's not show that. It shows you how much the shoe sold, but yeah, they didn't yeah. show you, you know, the process. Like you said, the process and what made that shoe dominant. You know, right. now of course, Michael Jordan being Michael Jordan is what what made that shoe dominant. You know, most definitely on a, on a practical level, but we can say that that if it wasn't yeah. for greatness, and, and, and there would be no popularity behind it but as far as the fashion statement um mm -hmm. and the significance as far as culturally that right. shoot, that don't belong solely to michael jordan that belongs to black people as a whole for sure for sure and, uh, michael jordan yeah. is the greatest is, is the father the contributor whatever the inspiration whatever you want to call it you know mm -hmm. you know i'm not one to you know to, to shit on michael jordan i'm not i'm not taking that approach I mean, yeah. I believe the movie said, I think it was in the closing uh, captions, that he arguably is the greatest athlete that ever lived. You know? Yeah, yeah. In competitive sports or whatever, however they phrase it. But uh, if it wasn't for the cultural significance that Black people as a whole, fashionably and all of that, the status and all that, we brought that to the table. Most and, definitely. Uh, they don't they don't acknowledge that at all. You know. Yeah. So I, I will But as far as the quality of the movie, was it a good movie? I, I I'll say, yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good yeah. movie. It was a story well told. Ben Affleck again made some choices I didn't like. And one particular choice is um because let's let's be honest, man. Let's just let's just have a real conversation. The only reason mm -hmm. the movie got made is because it tells a story that does not um ingrandize or celebrate the black man and hollywood never would ingrandize or celebrate a black man right and i'm gonna keep bitching about that ain't nothing changed i bitched about it on the last podcast 
Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna bark about it, you know what I mean? On this one, I, I don't, yeah. I don't like the fact that, and I will never like the fact that we can't get any images of black men in dominance at all, even when we, even when we're doing wrong, we can't get yeah. black people to show uh, images. Well, I should say Hollywood, so to speak, to show images of black men in, in, in dominance. And we shouldn't expect yeah. it, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we should ask for it, petition for it, beg for it, and no shit like that. But, uh, you know, the, the the dominant black male image is non-existent on screen. Oh, most definitely. For the most, most part. Definitely. For the most part. For the vast majority of what we have options to see, that's, that's not seen. And this movie uh, perpetuates that because, uh, you know, now I don't know, again, I, this is the story they gave us. I guess it's a story we gotta take, right? Yeah. yeah. Mom, that was the brainchild and the, and the mastermind and the, and the mover and the shaker and all that behind the deal. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what it is. And this movie literally says that shit, man. Yeah. When yeah. again, from Howard <laughs> Howard White, you know, if you want that thing done, you know, it's black, you gotta go to the mama. You know, yeah. like it was it was literally stated. Yeah. I I will say though I I so, uh, now hold on let me let me wrap this because go, go ahead go ahead I don't I don't I know this could be taken to from a different perspective all right right I'm not shitting on the black woman or the black mother or the significance or the importance that that she has in the in the in the in the, in the family I'm yeah. not yeah. doing that okay and if that if that's how I went down the Jordan household then all right man I mean that's that's what it is you know there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying that's not the only expression of the black of the black family that's out there. There are fathers out here who had active roles in in the business and the and the and the, and the you know and the and the behind the scenes of their kids' career. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just yeah. don't see those type of stories, man. And we don't we don't we don't get those images. And this was just another image to to perpetuate. The, the passive black man. I mean, you know, you got the father. You got you got Mike's father in the in the damn driveway when when Sonny pulls up. This white dude, just random white dude, just pulls up to your property. Mm-hmm. You know, to talk about chopping up about some money, which your son probably mm-hmm. the greatest. You know, one of the, well at that time the, the top prospects, one of the top prospects of of, of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Some random white guy just pulls up in your driveway while you working on your whatever. And all you got was call me if you need me, baby. You know, is <laughs> come on, man. You know, so I, I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't enjoy. I didn't that. like that either. I didn't like that either. I, I, I think that. Um, he I walked think... into your house with this white man. Yeah, and you let you you just let this man take your wife to the backyard. I I. I didn't. I didn't like that either. I. I. I felt some type of way with that shirt as well. But yeah, I didn't like that, man. You know. I and, think... and then, and then to add insult to injury, you don't even give uh, James Jordan the decency to 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 show his fate and, and, and right. give him a shout out at the end of the other damn movie where everybody yeah. else's story is getting wrapped up in cinematic shit, grandeur and shit, right? Yeah, you don't give James Jordan that. Did you kill him off at the fucking table while you just while he's alive and shit, man? Yeah, he's alive and shit right there at the yeah. table with his wife, with his son, discussing the shoe, ain't doing shit but gritty. 
He ain't got nothing to contribute to the conversation. You know what I mean? He just grinning and yeah, baby, you see what he is? The shoe is red and black, boy. You see that boy? Like, you know, this 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 bumbling idiot bullshit that that they portrayed with, with James Joy. And then you show his obituary right there in the flashback yeah. scene, what's supposed to be when you're trying to sell the greatness of Michael Jordan to the shoe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that, man. Like that was pretty I didn't shitty. like that either. I didn't like that either, and and I. But this motherfucker here, he got shot and killed, right? While you while you was in the middle of your greatness, you know, he's right. he got shot and murdered and dead. He's gone. He don't even yeah. get a shout out with Dolores and Phil Knight and yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and and that's the thing though, like his his portrayal, I didn't like that either because, um, I've always understood both his parents been like equally involved in his uh in his development right like there's been multiple times you've, you've heard michael actually talk about his dad i'm be honest bro outside bro, of the... his father was right there with him man like when he yeah championship. right and and hey. and to be honest i don't remember i don't remember and uh, uh hearing him I remember him like in, in multiple times where he talk, you know, sure spoke about his parents. Or whatever. More vocal than what they but made. yeah, I don't remember his. I'm, I'm, I'm relatively sure, man. Yeah, yeah. That his I think was a lot more. Hey, boy, I just shoot red and black. Whatever the hell he said, he said <laughs> something <actually>. right. <laughs> he said, and, he, and I, I do remember him looking at Brennan and shit. Like you know, it, yeah. It was, it it was not effective, man. And and, I, and when it I read, and he's an actor, like that dude is a yeah. real actor. I yeah. looked, I, I did a quick last minute read on on IMD. Like uh, he, he's not. I thought he was just like her husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, he's, he's an actual actor and talent. So yeah, that that was that was wasted, man. I didn't and I didn't like that. I think that yeah. was just a, a very uh careless way to handle a black father in this story. No, for sure. I, I I didn't I didn't appreciate that at all. Um, I will say I I did appreciate how they um how they portrayed her his mom though, like she never she got her point across without ever like. I like I like her name is Dolores, right? Dolores, yeah. I like Dolores George's portrayal. I did. I like Viola Davis. Yeah. Um. She got her point across all the time without like actually like raising her voice and all to the stuff and 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 she you know like I think that portrayal that portrayal uh uh is something we don't see too much too much of in in, in film with black women um which I I appreciated that a lot especially when you're talking about okay, a you. mother yeah. that was but she was negotiating terms on the contract too right yeah, like I yeah. Okay, she was very specific on what she wanted. In this she movie, was. Right? Yeah. You think that came from her or from Michael? Like, who who was it that told her, look, he needs to control his image and get a piece of the shoe, of every shoe with his image on it? Like, you think that came out of her head? Not saying that it couldn't. I, I just don't know the Lord Jordan. Did, was she, she was always a housewife, right? That's what I always thought. That's why I'm kind of confused as to the portrayal in this movie. I just wish I wish we knew where that came from. We could like, well, yeah. why couldn't this movie be just like 15, 20 minutes longer? 
so we could yeah. so we could see the black people because it had to be i think it was like his uh and i don't know how true this is all right so again that's what this podcast is for those of us those of y'all who know please add some substance to the conversation but sure. from what i understand i believe it was his what came to be his wife michael jordan's wife juanita jordan who was uh i think she was the one that was in college and i think she was the one that was um, really the one with the with the understanding on how to tell him how to handle his business as, as far as mm-hmm. with the NBA and the endorsements. So, like, there are mm-hmm. more conversations that we could have heard from these black people, right? That would have just brought a lot of clarity to the movie, to the story. Yeah, but I'm that telling part you, of it. The bullshit is that they wanted to show the significance of the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That part of it, that part of it, I can't speak too much about because I, I, I'm not aware of who did what or who who knew what and and stuff like that. So you saying that like like that's that's news to me. So I I can't speak on to who to actually give that. I don't know how true that is. Like I said, but but I do know that Mike had a, a lot of people in his ear. Yeah, yeah, that, and that was telling him how to move with this, and you know, it it just said when as far as the movie, keeping it on screen. As far right. as with uh, with uh, Dolores Jordan calling uh, Sonny and like, listen, this is what we want, boom, boom, boom. You know, right? I just would have liked to know okay, where did that come from? Yeah, that, no, that, I agree. That with didn't that. come out of her head. You I, know, I, look. It's yeah, very possible. Mike said, no disrespect, but Mike wasn't taking along them lines. Like, hey, man, you know, I, at least I don't believe. I could be wrong, but I, at that yeah. time, I don't think that Mike out of college was the one that was really, you know, coming up with those with that with that understanding of how to hit them like that. So mm-hmm. I would have liked to see where that came from because, like they showed yeah. you in the movie, that was some unheard of shit. Yeah, yeah, and and. I agree with that. I think I think it's one of those things that we could have definitely um, learned more about in the movie. I think they could have definitely uh, explored that that aspect of it for sure. But the movie um, trailer, that's just some shit the Lord Jordan came up with after she chopped it up with, with Mike in his room. Right. You know, <laughs> all right, now I'm going to come out here to my kitchen now. This is how I'm going to run this shit to you. This is how it's going to go. Like, I don't think yeah. so. That's pretty cool. That works for this. Right now, right now. But, yeah. no, I wish you had showed me a, you know a, a little bit more of them. Of no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that it, getting more would have been great for sure. But that's that's also why I, I kind of question the um, involvement of Michael Jordan in this film overall because I don't. Feel... The way I see it, this is why I agree with Ben. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry. You get. But I want because we, we, this is where I wanted to go. The point you just reminded me of a point I wanted to make when you said mm-hmm. that before about Mike not being in this. I'm cool with that decision as a director. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with the decision being made to not give you a more visible image of Michael Jordan because that would have been too much. The movie was about the shoe. The shoe was the main character, so to speak. The shoe right, actually right. did a better job than Matt Damon in this movie. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> the red and black Jordan that the motherfucker made to me was more significant than Matt Damon was in this whole movie. Right. You know, I, and I get it that you wanted to stay true to the story and portray whatever his name is, Sonny, 
you know, as his, you know, his, as him being the mouthpiece, because that's really all he did was, was just, yeah. he was a messenger boy. You yeah. know, he ran yeah. back and forth. He wasn't even good at that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, he could have he could have crashed the whole damn thing out if that shit. If a real nigga was standing in that park in that, in that driveway when he walked yeah. up, yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have lost his job. It would have been a, a very short movie. If yeah. James Jordan was a different man, yeah, that was the movie to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. You know, it was the Jordans. It was Phil Knight. It was it was Howard White. Like I was more interested in Marlon Wayne's character, bro, than what. And that was, and that was short lived too. Like Matt Damon has got a he has got a check. So if anybody was like non. Non-essential. It was the one of the main factors of this movie, which uh, which was uh, Matt Damon's sonny dude. Um, yeah. So with that said, man, you know, as far as getting back to the point, then I'm gonna close on this, and then we can come closer rapidly. But uh, yeah, man, I like the decision being made not to let Mike, not to portray Mike in this directly because it was really about the shoot. You know what I'm saying? That was the right. Movie. That's the story. And that's the statement that, as a director, I believe Ben was trying to make to very intentionally not show you Mike like that. He wanted to tell you this about the shoot. And I get that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. From, from a creator perspective, uh, artistic, I should say. From an artistic perspective, I, I get that. I like that. But what I don't like is you didn't tell the story of the damn shoot and what really made significant. You didn't. You didn't right. tell. He showed you the man that that was responsible for bringing it to you, essentially, which is Michael Jordan, right? Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. the bald-headed white man in the basement that they low-key and try to get that shit to at the end with the, with the, with the Jordan. It's the man who's actually in the air with that motherfucker, all right? It's, he's the mastermind. Mm -hmm. uh, so with that, with that being said, Ben Affleck should show the people that got behind it making that, that mastermind. The culture that got behind that mastermind. And it right. wasn't the, the the suburban white kids. They might have spent well, the money on it. But it yeah. was it was the hood that actually showed you how to do that shit. For sure. For sure. I, I just of course like, that wasn't enough. My my thing though is that when I when I talk about Michael Jordan's involvement though, like I'm talking about the act the story itself like i don't i'm okay like as much as it kind of irritated me i'm okay with not showing michael's face as well i get it artistically i, I get the the reason why not so i'm perfectly fine with it but when you you know me i i i'm like i'm one of those people that um i like to be factual right so if you're telling a story about this real person Actually, this whole family, you're telling the story of the Jordans. If that's not as close to accurate as possible, that's where I'm like, why did why was this movie made? And I have to see, I have to see if Michael Jordan was actually a part of the production or not. I don't that part of it I don't know yet, but it doesn't feel as if he was. I don't think he was. It doesn't feel like it because I would I would I would feel as if if he were his dad would be a, a more more of a more of a presence on screen and he right. wasn't 
he wasn't. I think his mom. I again, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the the um the way that Dolores was portrayed. She wasn't the 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 angry black woman stereotype thing. She was just like she was firm. She 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 got her point across, but she was loving and 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 kind in the same in the same motion. So I appreciate that portrayal, but I don't think that the portrayal of of the father was correct. I don't believe that Michael's portrayal was even as correct as it should have been. And again, when you're not bringing the community into the discussion, I don't think that you're accurate about the shoe. I just, I, there was, there were so many elements about this movie that I think that um, could have been done better that would have made this more of a, um, more of a, a, a time. You, okay. The whole point about this movie was that this, that this shoe was a timeless piece, right? It's like, this is, this is going to be something that is historic. The movie should have been the exact same thing. And I don't think that the movie was. I, I think that they kind of like uh gave us the cliff notes of the of the story. I don't think we got the story. I agree with that. I agree with the cliff notes uh part. Um yeah. I feel you. I feel you uh, with the exception of the, the whole Michael Jordan portrayal, which I'm cool with. I like that decision. If it was me, I wouldn't have showed you Mikey. Yeah. You know. I and probably, I'm fine with that. I probably Again, I'm fine with that. As much as, as, as he did, you know, because you know, you got glimpses of you got a Michael Jordan image of that. You know, they deliberately right. did Mike. You know, which is yes, which is what you know. I, I can understand why I wouldn't. I wouldn't have made made any reference to him at all if it was me. But because, like I said, the movie was about the shoot. You know, right? It was about the right. shoot, and you wanted to make. And create an environment for the audience to focus on the shoe because Michael Jordan is a larger in life shoe. For sure. For sure. Movie, you know, the portrayal of Michael Jordan in this movie. For and, sure. And, and then also, it would have kind of worn to, it was a bit too much into a Michael Jordan, the basketball player story instead of the shoe. It was about the, right. about how the shoe came about. So I get that. Um, but I totally agree with you when it comes to the portrayal of the father. I think the portrayal of the father should have been uh, way more, uh, way more uh, detailed than what it was. Yeah. And even if what you would say is accurate, because I don't, yeah. I don't think it was accurate. Yeah, that that that's why I I would I would have loved Michael's involvement, even even Dolores Jordan's involvement. You know, like someone from the family that was there you know what i'm saying like get them involved with production like i i i i I don't know maybe maybe they were we can't say for for sure but uh it doesn't feel like they were though that's that's my problem it don't it 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 reads but um as as, gave it uh they were an excellent performance. Man. No, she did. She did. Excellent it's just that the movie Chicago itself. Was excellent performance from Chris Tucker. I enjoyed yeah. Marvin Wayne's in this one. Uh, yeah. We didn't get much of him. But, Not at all. You know, Marlon Wayne. Uh, like, you know, you, you know, as far as Ben Affleck, what you say as far as Phil Knight. Um, it was sleepy. It was a pretty sleepy performance. I don't know, but, but I took that to be maybe that's 
to feel nice characters. Like I don't know these damn people out in you know from right. the <laughs> I, I never pay attention to them or really saw them, you know, any any detailed perspective, especially Phil Knight. I know the name. Yeah. But you know, I don't know him as a person, so maybe he was um portraying him his personality. That's what I thought. But Which you know, Ben Affleck kinda is a sleepy person though as an actor. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, but I, I just took it. I, I just took it as Phil Knight, and uh, yeah, you know the wig was was a little distracting, but I like what Ben Affleck did with this as, as a director, with the exception of, of the portrayal of the father. You know, it was it was a decent job, bread and butter type yeah. shit. You know, it was competent. But as far yeah. as uh, is this a great movie? No, this is a great, a great movie. <clears throat> Which. Which is a problem because you're it's talking about a, it's a, it's a, a great movie about a great athlete. So I feel you. right. That like that that energy needs to match. If you're you're talking about a, a a great athlete and a great shoe, the film needs to be great as well. Like yeah, that that exactly. that movie. Um, Ali. Yeah, if you're talking about a great athlete, it's it's got to be a great movie. You can't have a mediocre. Right. Yeah, but, it's something wrong with that. A mediocre story about a great talent. Right. Yeah. Crazy. But for example, uh, Will Smith's Ali, I thought that was part. That was that was very well done. You know, I think you know there's probably some holes in it and stuff like that, things that you could probably do better or whatever. But I think overall, it 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 kind of lived up to the the. It portrayed Muhammad Ali in a in a way where it's like, okay, you know what, this is him. This is him. I I it, it meets that standard. I don't think that this film met the standard of Michael Jordan, which no, it didn't. Issue. It didn't. But but like I said, I, I I don't I give it a pass for the Michael Jordan shit because the movie wasn't about Michael Jordan per se. Now, right. If you want a Michael Jordan movie, you're going to get a Michael Jordan movie. That's nah, I don't. I don't. And that's the thing. I don't mind it. I don't mind. I, like like it would have been nice to have his perspective a little more involved in the film, but I don't mind the the artistic. Direction with it. Oh, you want you like, think Mike should have been involved with the film? He should have been involved with the film. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like the standard of the film didn't meet his standard, and I I think that they they did a a, a a they did a disservice to his story, to his parents' story, right? I think we could have we I think Space Jam did a lot better job telling his story than 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 did this did. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like that. That's that's what that's what I'm saying. Like when you're talking about the the standard, because in Space Jam, I got the understanding that his dad was significantly involved in 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 his success. In Space Jam. In Space Jam, bro. I'm talking about the opening the opening uh, uh uh scene where his where where he's out there. He's he's uh running drills with his son, stuff like that. Oh, okay, um, okay. Late at okay. night type that's thing. That's that, you see what I'm saying. That 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 part of it. Yeah. That part of it, that it, you felt more of his father's presence. Well, I don't know. Okay, this, I feel you on on that part as far as that. But, yeah. but I, as far as uh, do I think Mike had to be involved for this to be a decent movie? Nah, I don't think so. Not to be a decent movie because this movie was decent. I mean, for, I, it, to, for it to be a great movie, be, Mike had to you're be talking about that. greatness, though. No, like, I don't think he would have had. I, I think. I mean, think of think about it, it think about King Richard. Think about King Richard. Uh, 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 Serena, Serena and uh, Venus's uh, movie with Will Smith, right? 
that movie lived up to the level of of not only their greatness but their father's greatness right like they were involved in production and they they could say okay this is what happened or this is this is what did not happen or you know you have creative license with this with x y and z michael wasn't like there <laughs> at least will smith had had muhammad ali to discuss things with for ali right it's just is when you're talking about greatness like and i don't again i don't mind oh, that, he, like, that his Mike, face wasn't there i don't think there has to be there. some level of greatness and i don't feel the level of greatness with this movie that's that's my problem that's my problem with it. The movie was about the characters, the people, the ca- the, the main shoe. characters, and the, the shoe. The, the shoe is the character, right? The shoe is the right. main character. The shoe right. is a, and and then and then you got the actual characters, right? The motherfuckers right. who were responsible for bringing that shoe into fruition, for for, for bringing that and convincing Mike to even allow that to happen. Right. I don't think you need Michael Jordan to tell that story. Not okay. Not about the right. marketing aspect. Not about the marketing aspect. But you need if you're talking about a yeah, shoot. It was deeper like than marketing, man. It, it was about it was about a dude who who pretty much had to convince this man's mother, right? And I guess fuck the father, it was really the mother, to mm-hmm. to take this even take this issue to Mike, to right. believe in him enough to, to mm-hmm. gain their confidence, which makes him a kind man. You know, a glorified yeah. con because <laughs> that's all con artists do. Mm-hmm. They, they they gain influence and, and trust in people to get they to believe their shit. And sometimes right. they love them, most times they don't. This dude risked his whole damn job and everything and put mm-hmm. it in the hands of this black lady. And she had mm-hmm. mercy on his white soul and gave him a chance <laughs> to make a lot of money with her with her black son, her, her dominant athlete black son. Yeah. Not save your white ass. Why? We don't know. We don't know shit about you. <laughs> you don't have any kids. There's nothing about you significant on why we should even want this black man to bail your ass out. But mm-hmm. he did because you're white. Yeah. And that's one reason why your the other rich white motherfucker believed in you and gave you all the money you wanted. Right. It's it all for you because you're white. Right. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's more phenomenal white man bullshit. That is a theme <laughs> that you will forever hear on this on this podcast, folks. This fuck, because it's a theme because it's a theme that's in every fucking movie, damn it. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. white man. He's just fucking phenomenal. Well, because he's white. <laughs> Nothing special about him. He hasn't obtained anything particularly on his own of any real significance. He's just white. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, Relish, the podcast. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We <laughs> Would you recommend this one? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I I would recommend it as a study material for filmmakers. I wouldn't necessarily recommend. Well, I mean, I guess if you're a fan of the shoe, yeah, definitely check it out. It's 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 a good story, but mainly for filmmakers because. You need to know. You need to look this at another the, movie the, just for filmmakers. Yeah, this this is one of those movies that I think it, it helps filmmakers with the minute details. If you're that type of filmmaker, if you if you're obsessed with the with the details of of, of a subject matter, 
this one is definitely one of those that you can study to say, oh, I might need to focus on other areas as well. Mm. I think that's about the worst thing you can say about a movie that you're only a filmmaker should watch this shit. No, 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 no. I'm saying if you're if you're if you're if you're an enthusiast of the show of the shoe as well, most definitely. But I'm saying no, I'm messing with you, man. You're right. Okay, okay. But more specifically, that this this is one of those you should definitely study for sure. Yeah, I would agree. You know, if you're a sneakerhead, you know, uh, you know, this might be one you would enjoy. But uh, I recommend it just to anybody. I mean. If you're a sports guy, actually, if you're a sports guy and a sneakerhead, then yeah. Uh, if you just want to watch something, you know, with your lady or, you know, this might be a good one to watch with your son. You know, your dad yeah. can watch it with your yeah. son. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, unless you and your girl are kind of into sports, I wouldn't I wouldn't use this for no date night. Um, <laughs> nah. And it has no replay value to me either. Yeah, you might not revisit this one. I don't think I'm going mm-hmm. back. I don't know. No. Yeah, no, I doubt it. I doubt I go back to it. I'm definitely not watching this again. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am good. That's what it was, man. Uh, yeah. 2023, you can watch this one. I watched it on Amazon Prime. Yes, sir. Uh, I guess you can rent it through all your digital platforms. But uh, I wouldn't rush to it. Next nah, week, what really. we doing with it, dude? Say again? The next week, what are we doing with it? You want to determine it later on? You want to announce it through social media? The next yeah, we might, we week, might, we might need to you determine it. it. Yeah, we might need, might need to wait and determine it. Uh, All right, but listen, follow us on the ground. Uh, Rillish has a has an Instagram, right? Mm, I don't think so anymore. I shut that thing. I shut that down. Yeah, I shut that down a while back. Yeah, uh, you know, early early stages of this shit. Yeah, er- everything is is just OTS Media right. Co. But just, um, but just yeah, OTS Media on IG. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. OTS Media Co. On all social media platforms. OTS Media on YouTube. Um, you're able to you know follow, like, and subscribe. All that stuff on there. Uh, multiple shows. Uh, that that's on there. If you're you know, you, you there's something for everybody under OTS. So. That's the one thing that that I I um I'm I'm proud about uh with it is that there's something anybody can can uh pay attention to and gravitate towards. So check it out, check it out, check it out, man. Uh, like I said, pardon our growth. Like there's a lot of construction going on. A yes, lot sir. of y'all should know we were gone for a minute. Uh, we were uh, y'all heard the story from the last podcast, so you yes, know sir. we're back. You know, so this is a reestablishment. So yeah. Fuck yes, y'all. Yes, sir. Progress. All right. <laughs> Bear with us. I said, we love you. Fuck yes, you. Sir. Maybe that's not that's not. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, that's it. It's a wrap, man. You ain't got nothing else. Yes, sir. Most definitely, man. Um, thank you guys for for well with this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, wherever you are, uh, make sure to subscribe uh, on any platform you get this show, and uh, we'll be back with you next week.